This is an MPT Magazine podcast. For more information, find us online at www.mptmagazine.com. Hello, my name is Siddhartha Bose. I'm a writer, poet and playwright based in London. I've published two books of poetry and a monograph in the grotesque. Over the past seven years, I've also written four plays and made a short film. My writing is obsessed with cities and the experience of walking through them. The poem Elegy for the City takes the reader to Calcutta, India. The speaker walks through the city while mourning the death of his father. Elegy, Father's City. Something undreamt of was lurking everywhere in Calcutta, and every day the uppermost question was, where, oh where, would I come across it? Rabindranath Tagore. Dear Baba, the axe of your death lodged in my skull, I walk Calcutta, the second city of a burning empire. I am a poor fakir, made mad by a comedy that instant news feeds can't convey. Your body I carry, a one-string instrument, in my sweating hands. I have lost my voice. When I open my mouth, flies drop into the city's sewers. Park Street, singularity. Bloodstains of Christmas, a large bunny Santa Claus, glowing starfish stretched across the width of the street, green dripping lights are still there. I spent my youth drinking in the bars of this angular thoroughfare. I scanned them, your eyeballs mashed in my head, the old ones that have been around since the days of the American GIs. Jazzy trinkers, qualities, the legend called Olympia, where the waiters know me like their own children. Imitations like Moulin Rouge stare down the new clientele with timbered, glazed glass. Flashy bars have come up, swanky temples for exotic cars. Magazines and books litter the sidewalk. Shoppers in jeans hop over the crutches of a beggar, his hair wired and messy, his clothes a tattered brown. Park Hotel leaks caterpillar cars. The crowds hustle. The yellow ambassador crabs cramp up the volume. I turn to Free School Street. New restaurants, Chinese, European, have opened. The road is patchy, the sidewalks are narrow and broken. A Muslim beggar, all the beggars are Muslim, eyes blackened and bandaged, is led by a child in rags. Is man no more than this, I hear you say, barred-voiced, slicked in the raging, boiling howl of the city. He is old and carries a long bamboo stick. He sings in Sufi. As he and his child shift past me, the smell of him stays like black fume. I see more of what I've seen before. Masjids, ramshackle, multi-cuisine hotels, the old Armenian school where Thackeray was born, where I played cricket. Tiny side streets with internet cafes, down-and-out cinemas, edge my sight and vision. 
This long, snaking, pothole street is a noisy bedlam, bandaged, infernoed. Empty hand-pulled rickshaws are lit triangles. Chinese leather shoe stalls, the old chimney soup dive, still there. Flea racks selling ancient gramophones and botched vinyl line the pavement. A clutch of Europeans jive to Lela O Lela. Next to them, a Bengali dressed in a dhoti flips through box concertos. The gunpowder evening crackles, burning onions on a steel tray. The dopeheads and urchins sleep, float above the city in black and white dreams. A fire engine roils by. I slip into Sutter Street, noticing new hotels and Thai spas festering like unwanted cysts. Hotel Fairlawn is still there, green as Marvell's thoughts in a garden, a sanctuary for noisy, exotic birds called tourists. The hashed backpackers still louche about in Blue Sky Cafe, swallowing pancakes. Concrete street scabs are lined with broken water pipes. Dhobi's iron clothes on wood and stone. Scrappy joints advertise chow mein and momos. A flute seller, a manicured peacock, plays a tune, his sound like a sax. This is where Tagore had his vision, you whisper. Suddenly, from the other side, voice ruffled in the darkening of the evening. My laughter is the taste of blood. I choke on it. I turn, head towards Newmarket, down a little street whose name I've forgotten. A squawk of communist flags greets me, adrift from the city's past. These flags are riot wings. I... Exhale. A divine amputee, legs chopped, bandaged arms, rolls himself up and down, repeating, Allah, Allah, his voice big as a bullfight. All around him are people dressed for the mania of buying and selling, stores with Blade Runner gadgets, tacky malls, bridal boutiques. The reflections in the glass of a leather store are television. This vein of a street is littered with cracked tea urns made of earth and plates of leaves stitched with the remains of chickpeas, bread, puffed rice. The sting of tamarind pulls out my eyes. A friend I haven't seen in years is there waiting for me. It could have been you in your youth. A stylish cat from a black-and-white film. He wears a blue blazer, an electric dhoti, starched white shirt, a jeweled walking stick. He drinks from a pitcher of water. He wipes his mouth. He puts an arm around my broken shoulder. He takes your charred, blackened body from me. When he does, your body melts to ash. Clouds scatter. Darken, scatter. I am young again, drunk on these same streets with old friends. 
You are not dead, dear father. You have gone away on holiday somewhere. I was born in Calcutta and spent the first five years of my life there. The city, which was once the second city of the British Empire, was where English literature was first introduced as a discipline of study to civilize the natives. I spent the next years, eight years in Bombay and returned to the city of my birth for another five before moving to the USA on my own when I was 18. After seven years in America, I moved to London in 2005 on a British government scholarship. I've lived in London ever since. My writing grows out of this fractured upbringing across three continents. The linguistic effects of this fracturing are peculiar. I grew up with three languages, English, Bengali, and Hindi, and started learning another, French, when I was 14. Strangely, given that the formative years of my schooling took place in Bombay, I cannot read what is, ostensibly, my mother tongue, Bengali, though I still speak it. I am illiterate in the language of my ancestors. Elegy Father's City emerges from this illiteracy and is part of a new collection that I'm working on, which is provisionally titled Elegy for Water. I spent my adolescent years flaneuring through the streets of Calcutta, yet I'm forever severed from it as I read the literature of the city in translation. This long poem is my attempt at translating the city back to myself in English. This translation, the poem, is filled with fragments, a sense of the incomplete, little alleyways of thought and image, half-spoken utterances. It is also a poem of mourning, and in that sense, it is haunted by ghosts, like Calcutta itself, and fed by the ghosts of words I can't read, but only see as strange hieroglyphs, born across, translated from a broken, voiceless past. <laughs>